Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight, we're going to talk about the documentary R.E.M. by MTV from 2014. Why? Because 40 years ago, R.E.M. was formed in Athens, Georgia. This is directed by Alex Young. And also, tomorrow, or today, which this episode will air, is the... 54th birthday or 64th birthday when I'm 64 of Peter Buck the guitarist, the mandolin player for R.E.M. born in Berkeley, California Um, R.E.M. was a band from 1980 until 2011 they were a three piece toward the end they originally had their drummer Bill Berry who was with them from 1980 until 1997 and then sub- subsequently left the band and retired R.E.M. was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2007 alongside Patti Smith who they had worked with on New Adventures in Hi-Fi I think we all know R.E.M. through Losing My Religion, but I've always told people that they're much more than that song. You know, you think of an album. Um, they're, I mean, Automatic for the People, Everybody Hurts is one of those um, moments. You know, Man on the Moon, I, you know, it's about Andy Kaufman. So this 2014 documentary is about the relationship between R.E.M. and MTV, okay? From the beginning, Ford College Pals, Bill Berry, Peter Buck, Mike Mills, and Michael Stipe took the stage together for the first time to play at a friend's birthday party. The band they started that night stayed together for 30 years and changed the shape of, well, it basically was the beginnings of alternative rock. And so I figured, you know, it's essential that we talk about R.E.M. They're no longer a band. I mean, during these crazy tumultuous times, we would, I mean, they would so be putting out those political records that they did in the 90s. R.E.M. MTV is a six-disc DVD box set collecting appearances by American alternative band R.E.M. on MTV. Um, from 1983 to 2008, released in November of 2014, the collection was compiled by the former band members as they looked through all of the MTV film footage in their vault to prepare the release of Unplugged. Okay. The box set includes a new documentary on the band titled R.E.M. by MTV by Alex Young. The documentary is a collage of various R.E.M. interviews and appearances not only on MTV, but on several programs. This film was aired in theaters as a special engagement on May 19, 2015. The documentary had a limited uh, theater release in uh, 2015. Okay. Why are we talking about R.E.M. MTV? Because R.E.M. is, they are the forefathers of alternative rock. And you think of, like I said, uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. Radio Europe. Um, Oh my God. Um, 
And uh, I think of that for 30 years, you know, only one lineup change, you know, in terms of Bill Berry retiring and then them becoming a three piece. And uh, there's so much to be said about this documentary, their relationship with MTV. I mean, you think of losing my religion. You think of it's the end of the world as we know it. Finest work song. I'm naming them off. Um, Orange Crush. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Man on the Moon. Half a World Away. Uh, Shiny Happy People with Kate Pearson from the B-52s. They're also from Athens, George, Athens, Georgia. You know, there's there's a something in the water in Athens, Georgia. First of all, it's a college town. It's a university town, and or it's a college town, and that's how REM got together. You, you think of these four guys, and um, this documentary. Really, what I wanted to do, also, like I said, it's Peter Buck's birthday tomorrow. It's also my birthday, but that's not that's not important. What's important is is that you know we highlight this band who. You think of in those in those 30 years what they covered. I mean, the Losing My Religion video really is a shocking piece of art. It truly I mean we could call it a piece of art, you know what I mean? Here's here's a clip from the documentary. Introduce some members of the band. Mike Mills, he's the bass player. Uh-huh. Bill Berry the drummer. Bill. Michael Sipe the singer. Michael and me, Peter Buck. Yep. We can't play the music because it's copyrighted. It's, but it's, it was very nostalgic for me to watch it. And, you know, you, of course, you see Michael Stipe with hair, Michael Stipe without hair. What's the frequency, Kenneth? You know, a lot of people don't know the story behind that song. I encourage you, though, to watch the documentary because you might find out, because I'm not going to spoil for you the true intent of what's the frequency, Kenneth. My God. And it, do, it does involve um, Dan Rather of uh, the CBS Evening News. You know, uh, let's see if we can... Uh, here we go. This is part of the documentary. Hospital after suffering a ruptured brain aneurysm during a show. We were playing, and Bill was supposed to go forward and play bass, and he came out, and it was like the night of the living dead. His eyes were wide open, he was holding his head, and he was swaying, and he just collapsed on me, you know? And it's like, Jesus, Bill, what's wrong? He goes, I think I've, had, I've got a migraine. I said, I've had migraines before. This is an awful, it's the worst migraine I've ever had. It hurt. It felt like a bowling ball hit my head, and... The lights kind of dimmed, and next thing I knew, I was on the floor. I remember every bit of it. I didn't pass out. I didn't go into shock or anything. It was, it was scary. They eventually got him to the hospital and operated on him virtually immediately. It was miraculous that we were in Lausanne, Switzerland, when he collapsed with a brain aneurysm. You know, we were two miles from the greatest brain surgeons in the world. The very first day, Mike and Michael and I went up to Mike's room and just said, okay, we're not hiring another drummer, and we're not going down the road without Bill. You know, virtually everyone is saying, you can't just not do these days. And it's like, you know, I'm sorry, this, that's not the way this band works. I mean, I'm not going to go leave Bill in a hospital dying and go 
you know, higgly piggly down the road and do a rock show. Forget it. Initially, they said, well, you know, you have to stay here. I was like, no, no, you don't understand. You need to give me something for the pains. I need to get back out on the road. They're like, no, 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 you don't understand. At that point, I thought the tour was over. I just thought, well, you know, if Bill recovers, maybe he'll want to do something in a couple of years. And he was just like, I'll be ready in two weeks. And so we have to tread lightly when we're recording that because there is music playing in the background. Um, what happened in 1994 is Bill Berry had, was it 95 or 94? 95 on their monster tour, their big loud rock record, kind of a homage to the 70s, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. In fact, subsequently, while they were recording Monster, they were going to, it was planned to do a duet with Kurt Cobain. Well, unfortunately, Kurt Cobain killed himself and never made it down to Georgia to record. Um, and so Michael Stepp recorded a song that he was supposed to sing with Kurt. And I think it's called Let Me In. Um, and so in 95, you know, R.E.M. went on this monstrous, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, literally, <laughs> Tour and Bill Berry had uh, an aneurysm and almost died. And so, in that point that we just played, he didn't. He didn't want to just sit in the hospital. He wanted to go back on tour. You know, they they felt they had they owed it to their fans to say, "Look, we're a band. We're always going to be there for you." And they had to keep canceling dates and rescheduling them. And then and then. Um, uh, and then something else happened. Here we go. We tacked on. We flew in and did a show just in Prague, just for the fans there. That's the night that Michael came down with his hernia. <laughs> so Michael's walking around Prague going, you know, I'm not feeling quite right. I had a hernia because I sing hard. The, the doctor told me. Pushing. He sings hard. Also, Mike Mills had abdominal surgery. Okay, so it was like, okay, how are they staying away from the hospital, you know, leading up to Michael Stipe having the hernia thing. You know, this, is, this was a band that they didn't strive to be a critics band. They didn't strive to be anything. They just were a band for 30, yeah, 30 years. I mean, you think of it. From two from nineteen ninety or from nineteen eighty to two thousand and eleven, almost thirty one years, they were a band. You know, um, they won awards, but first and foremost, they were a people's band. You know, because they started out guerrilla styles. You know, touring and everything, playing gay clubs and playing. Um, you know. Uh, places where they didn't always get paid yeah and so mtv and rem had an interesting relationship i mean you think of the murmur album you think of radio free europe you think of um oh one of my favorites uh it it's uh mm, yeah you know also the documentary covers them as a three-piece as a three-piece they just in my opinion, weren't the same anymore, you know, and that's why for me, their last great album was New Adventures in Hi-Fi. I mean, they continued making albums until 2011, collapse into now, you know, from 1983, you've got Murmur, 
Radio Free Europe. Talk about the passion. Oh, my God. It's all covered in the documentary. Reckoning from 1984. So Central Rain. I'm sorry. I love that song. Don't Go Back to Rockville. Fables of Reconstruction from 1985. They're consistent. Can't get... Can't get it there from here. I love that song. Drive 8, Wendell G, Life's Rich Pageant from 1986. See? Fall on Me, such a great song. Superman. Dead Letter Office from 1987. And this was, I think, a collection of B-sides and rarities. And then 1987 document with the song that really thrusts them into the spotlight and that's the one i love which uh was originally a love song or was it a love a love song gone wrong it's the end of the world as we know it and i feel fine finest work song 1987 okay 1988 eponymous which is also a collection of hits 1988 Green, when they signed that um, big deal with Warner Brothers Records, Orange Crush, Stand, Pop Song 89, Get Up, 1991's Out of Time, Losing My Religion, Shiny Happy People, Near Wild Heaven, and Radio Song. And then this, the album that really, oh my goodness, this album, you know, R.E.M. has a lot of great albums. And this is this is before, of course, Bill Berry left the band. Mm. It's tough. It's tough. And but you know he had good reason, and they continued. I, I he told them he didn't want them to break up. You know, and that says something right there to Bill Berry, as you know, I want you guys to continue. But I think they knew. 1992's Automatic for the People. Drive. I'm mentioning these songs because we all know them. Man on the Moon, The Sidewinder Sleeps Tonight, Everybody Hurts, Night Swimming, Find the River. There's so many great moments in R.E.M.'s catalog. Monster. This is the tour that almost brought the band down health-wise. The 1994 release. What's what's the frequency, Kenneth? Bang and Blame. Strange Currencies. Crush with Eyeliner and Tongue. Yeah. And um one of my favorites, New Adventures in Hi-Fi. This is the last album that Bill Berry played on from 1996. Ebo the Letter with the great Patty Smith, Bittersweet Me, Electrolyte, How the West Was Won and Where It Got Us. Such a great track. And then um, if we can go down through here. And then in 1998, what happened was, okay, so now now there are three piece, okay? There are three piece. They put up Up, which was kind of electronic. You had Day Sleeper, Lotus, At My Most Beautiful, Suspicion. And then they... Um, were part of the 1999 Man on the Moon soundtrack, which also used, you know, their song Man on the Moon. And then they did uh, The Great Beyond Reveal, their 2001 album, which was okay. Imitation of Live All the Way to Reno. It has a good, a good changle to it. It 
I'll take the rain. Okay. Hmm. And then they continued. They did their best of 1988 to 2003 in time. Let's go. You know, and then what happened was what I noticed. They put out a 2004 album and it sucked. I mean, I know that they even thought it sucked. That's sad. It's sad. And so you started to see, it was called Around the Sun. And then they regrouped and they did Accelerate, which was a return to form. It was a really great album. You had Supernatural, Superstitious, Hollow Man, Man Size Wreath, Until the Day is Done. And then uh, their final album, Collapse Into Now, is their 15th and final studio album by alternative rock band R.E.M. released on March 7th, 2011. Regarding the album's title, Michael Stipe noted, it's the final thing I sing, the last song in the record before the record goes into a coda and reprises the first song. In my head, it's like I'm addressing a nine-year-old and saying, I come from a faraway place called the 20th century, and these are the values, and these are the mistakes we've made, and these are the triumphs. These are the things that we held in the highest esteem. These are the things to learn from. At the time of the band's breakup, bassist Mike Mills noted the album's lyrical content contained indications that the band were planning to split. Oh. So the documentary really... You think of a relationship between a band and, an, and, and television, I mean, in the 90s. Now it's all about YouTube. Now it's about streaming. But in the 90s, you know, in the 80s and the 90s, you had... You know all of these videos playing, and it was it was truly a, it was a wild moment. And like I said, you got the all the videos that REM put out always kind of drew you to something. And this documentary covers that. It covers their zenith. I mean, their zenith was continuous up until the time that Mike Mills left. It was continuous. And so I urge all of you, if you can find it, you, you can stream it. REM MTV. Let's see if we can find pieces to play. You know, we can always mute it. I mean, if there's. I really excited. You can hear a little of it. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could take the background out. Yeah, I mean, they, they had a nice long run, and this documentary covers that. Um, where could we find it? Where could we find it? Because that's what my intent is for those of you who are not aware of REM, if you want to be aware of them. You know, take you back to a place called the 90s and <laughs> the 80s, too. Mm. Okay. I'm it's not on Netflix. And so we have to hope is it on Okay, it's on you know you could buy it on Amazon. It's just a DVD. Okay, this is a box set. <laughs> you're not going to buy the box set. If you're a true REM fan, 
So what does this documentary mean to me? This documentary me meant to me is that it was a close. It was closing a 30-year chapter on a band that was beloved, that was oh my god when they made a bad album it really hurt hello everybody hurts um i've already said my favorite album is new adventures in hi-fi because what they did is with that final album they did with bill barry they recorded it on the road so some of it is recorded live and then some of it is in the studio like ebo the letter with patty smith that's they all idolize patty smith and it was important for them to put her on the album that album just has such an organic feel and you know when you watch this documentary about REM you're going to you're going to learn things you know like i said a lot of people didn't know about bill berry and his aneurysm oh, okay you can watch it on uh, is it video Let's see. You know, with Amazon Prime, you've always got to be careful because they want you to buy it. Yeah. And it's always important and imperative that I direct you where you could watch it for free. Okay, we can't play it because it's got... It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. So, with these documentaries, with these people, you know, why am I doing these documentaries? Well... It's, in, it's essential that you watch them and learn something about these bands that you know and love that you wouldn't necessarily know if you're just getting into REM. This is really going to push you into it. Um, it's a beloved band. And um, I hope you enjoy REM MTV 2014. Directed by... I had it in here. <laughs> oh, it's it's always interesting. It's like a book when you lose your place. Mm. By the way, I am loving this microphone. And here it is. Okay. If you can find it, let me know where you can find it at so I can tell others. Directed by Alex Young. Writers David Leppard and Alex Young. Okay, this is interesting. I like this. This is a movie for the R the fans of REM, especially, I hope, everyone else who finds it and through it finds REM. This is good. I guess this shows how biased I am. I am a fan of REM. My introduction to the band was, however, a bit slow. Um, was a bit slow to warm up. Some friends whose taste in music I respected loved R.M., but the songs I heard on the radio were Pop Song 89, Shiny Happy People, and I really did not like either. Oh, that's interesting. So this is a later fan. So I encourage you, R.E.M. MTV, 40-year anniversary of R.E.M., it's the end of the world. But you know what? I'm losing my religion because of all the shiny happy people. Everybody hurts. It's electrolyte and it's an orange crush. And I feel fine. Unpleasant dreams.